and the only Matthew to Tobu Parker. Parker, do we have a bunch of stuff to talk about tonight? Hey, it is. We're here. It's Christmas. Let's go. It is. It is. Guys, we really appreciate you joining us tonight. We're going to be doing some round one reactions from the 2023 NFL draft. whole bunch of storylines to talk about here, Newberry. What do you think? Yeah, man. We're going to try to dissect this in uh, fourths, really. Really, we'll break the draft up in thirds. We'll give uh, what's left behind as we head into Friday night with rounds two and three. Um, some of our uh, favorite moves, some of our favorite what seem like head-scratching moves. But, uh, yeah, fun show, fun show. Absolutely. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for being here, guys. Really appreciate you. Before we get going here, share this video with all your friends. Leave a like and uh, a follow down below there for us on YouTube. Uh, follow us on all our social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at DDS Sports Talk. You can catch the audio versions of all these podcasts on your favorite podcasting platform. Newberry, let's get it started here. Round number one, yeah. picks number one through, ten. one through ten. Tell me what you like. Tell me what you hate. Tell me any surprises you see. Let's just so, get a kick. Uh, look, number one didn't surprise anybody. Right. Uh, the, the DDS mock draft and every damn mock draft had uh, Bryce Young going there. The man may play at 185 pounds, Parker. Uh, this, this seems to be a concern for all at stake mm-hmm. here. I mean, we may have another – Dare I say, to a situation if he gets driven into the ground. Yeah, you never know. Parker, what do you think? No, you're absolutely right. I mean, they draft a guy that's two inches shorter than me and weighs the same amount as I do to play quarterback in the NFL. Like, that is a problem, right? This is something that we have seen 0% of be successful this early on. And, guys, I tell you, I, 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 I sit here and I grade everything A through F. I don't stop at a C like all these idiots do. That you, you go through C minus, which is really an F. Because they're like, we'll wait and see. Yeah, like uh, that's kind of a C for me. Like that's not a bad grade. That's just okay, whatever. I give this one a B. I I give it a B because I love Bryce Young. He's fantastic. If he didn't have the size issues, he would be a generational guy. We use that term too much, but it is true with him. But my God, they gave up a haul to get him, y'all. If you remember, they gave up their first from this year, the second from this year, first from next year, second from, from from the 2025 year. And, and that would have been fine. But then on top of that, they gave up DJ Moore. This guy's out there throwing it to Terrence Marshall. Yeah, you know, I, I know Bryce Young is good. I think he's got, you know, he is that point guard out there on the field like you talked about. Um, but I don't know how much of what you're talking about he can overcome. What, what do you think? He doesn't have – you know, he he's asked about that all the time. Like, hey, what about your size? What about your size? What about your size? He goes, you know what? I've been hearing that since I've been in middle school, and it hasn't been a problem yet. And I've played an SEC competition with Alabama with big men out there. I will say that's also a detriment because he had big men in front of him too to help protect him a lot. So as long as he can stay healthy, and I, I hope he does because I love him. I love watching him play, and thank God he's not in the AFC South, baby. Yeah. Yeah, we dodged that bullet for sure. But we didn't dodge the C.J. Stroud. I mean, this is something somewhat of a surprise. We were talking about in our group text. My note was, who leaked this information for it to go from plus 300 to minus 2,000 in betting that he would go number two? Amazing. Dude, I couldn't hit send y'all enough on how much that was changing. Like, it would be like, all right, refresh. Okay, it changed again. Like, it was it was unbelievable. And I truly, in my heart of hearts, believe 
I don't care what anyone says. I think this pick right here was either Will Anderson or Tyree Wilson. And the McNair family said, wait, 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 <laughs> wait a minute. You guys realize that we have the second overall pick. And we have Davis Mills and Case Keenum as our quarterback and walked down there and said, I don't care what you do at three. I don't care what you trade. But number two, it's going to be a quarterback. You got to pick one of them. And, and, and then, you know, that got out somehow. But I believe in my heart of hearts that is what happened. So he's in the AFC South. What do you think? Or it doesn't matter because he's with the Texans. It's kind of hard to have any faith in the Texans right now, in my opinion. Uh, but there's no doubt that, you know, if you watched all of our shorts, um, he was probably the most uh, NFL ready as far as accuracy and things like that, according to you know, the short that Parker put out. But uh... oh, but speaking of the Texans, we have our first in draft read. The Houston Texans come back up to number three and take what we were saying all along was probably the safest defensive pick. Will Anderson Jr. Yeah, yeah, they did. And, fellas, I gave C.J. Stroud a B on that. And I'm just going to tell you this Will Anderson pick, I'm giving it a D. And the reason for this, safest pick, yeah. But guess what? They gave up their first-round pick from this year, the fourth-round pick, the second-round pick from next year. And let me say that second-round pick from next year is their pick, not the Browns' pick. So it's probably going to be a top-five pick, which if it could be a top-two, could be worth a haul. So think about this even more, guys, because people are like, oh, yeah, they gave up picks. Let's just say Will Anderson turns out to be Nick Bosa. Let's say he's the best edge defender in the league. And someone came to Bosa, them the team, they said, listen, we want Bosa. We're going to give you Luke Van, Lucas Van Ness, Joey Porter, potentially one of those two quarterbacks from next year and another starter. The answer is no. You're paying $500,000 for a $100,000 car. They gave up way too much in this trade. Whole lot of uh, whole lot of picks exchanging hands, whole lot of money exchanging hands. I'm sure. Um, I mean, I mean, like one said, player PFF says it's one player for a very steep price. Is he worth it? Parker thinks not. Well, then another one of our favorites in the AFC South is right behind him. Mm. Like, oh, we're seeing quarterbacks go. Mm-hmm. We're going to take a quarterback. Not the quarterback we thought, though. From Florida. Yes. Anthony Richardson. Will he get to sit behind Gardner Minshew? I think it's best for him not to play this I, I, I don't think there's any question that he should sit this year. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I mean. Look. He only started 13 games. We know about his raw athleticism, but, man. There's, there's, I mean, there's, there's no question that his, you know, experience levels – for sure going to be in question. Uh, there's no chance or no, no, no arguing that he can run away from probably anybody in the NFL, but as an NFL quarterback, they don't really want you running away from anybody. Cause that means somebody else didn't do their job. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't get this pick, but it's not, I, I don't, I don't rate it very high personally. I love that. We don't talk about this beforehand so we can have completely different opinions. It's absolutely fantastic. But we talked about this was going to be a traits pick. Ballard's a traits guy. We just picked the wrong quarterback. We mentioned it in our in the 
in that yeah. podcast. And I think he plays, fellas. I think Shane Ooh. Steichen is the is the coach there, and he built the the Jalen Hurts model. He knows he's got an athletic quarterback. So what if he can't throw? That first year, you let him develop into that, and you use his legs, you use his just raw, natural athletic ability, you're going to see the new Philadelphia and Indianapolis. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't disagree that he that he might play, but should he? No, I don't think so, but we'll That's see. Right. Let him take his losses. We'll see. Take your losses. Particularly, to the so, you know, with it being a guy who's got, what is it, ankle or knee problems that he had this all this last year, you know, now you're going to have big 350-pound defensive linemen falling on Quick, legs. Quickly, what was your grade on that? Uh, I gave that one a C. That C is just kind of wait and see. It's it's, yeah. it's just middle of the road. It's not bad. It's not good. Seattle, they go corner here. I mean, he's arguably the one of the best DBs, physical for sure. Um, they were showing some highlights of him laying some lumber. Draft grade thoughts about that guy? This, guys, I give it an A, and I am very yeah. stingy about – I give about four or five A's. Tyreek – uh, Woolen, Woolen and and uh, I just forgot what I was talking about. And Devin Witherspoon lined up on the other side. This is a Legion of the Boom coming back. Like he's a lockdown corner. We talked about it. I can't believe we didn't see this one more. We everybody was talking about this pick with over on Detroit or the one after that. But I not going to spoil anything here. But Seattle crushed it. Yeah, and then we have our second draft day trade. <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! Um, Lots of moving mean, pieces. You know, Arizona. We got to protect Kyler. They go to the the Ohio State get get someone that yeah, I think that the Titans would have liked. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, it was Paris kind of, Johnson. It was kind of you know, is it going to be is Skronsky going to be the the first guy to go off the board? Is it going to be Paris Johnson? I mean, different people they see different things in, in folks. I don't think that uh, there's anything wrong with Paris Johnson at this spot, personally. But what do you think, Parker? No, I think it's great. Give him a B. Uh, they got extra picks out of this, too. I think this is who they're going to take at the third pick if they stayed there. So, hey, fall back a little bit, still get your guys, get a couple other extra picks. I think it's fantastic. But let's yep. be honest, fellas. He's headed to Arizona, so we'll probably never hear his name again. Wow. It, it, it may be true. Uh, my quick note was I put, wow, uh, got a mean man. He should be pro ready. But as Parker said, well, I mean, will we hear much from him? Here's another one. Will we hear much from him? We're going to newbie land, the Las Vegas Raiders. Tyree Wilson. He took the project. He had a great suit, right? Yeah, he looked nice coming out there. Um <laughs> I mean, we had him going too, and I mean, Raiders going for a trait guy that's fast with no production. I mean, shocker. It's not like they needed to – you could have got Jalen Carter or a corner or open offensive lineman. Uh, this guy's like the seventh best edge rusher to me. This is a, I, I always feel like I'm picking on newbie when we talk about the Raiders. This is a D for me. I, I hate this pick. Any comment? I, I, I can't disagree with, with what he just said there. It's uh, – it's just more of the same quite frankly, from the Raiders. No. Well, at eight, it didn't get any better in my mind when uh, Atlanta Falcons took Bijan. Um, absolutely shit on this pick. I, oh, I don't God. think that you draft a running back in the top ten. Um, Could not believe. I Could I mean, not believe. I and did, it has nothing to do with, with Bijan. I wrote, you know, nothing to do with the player. I just wrote. 
they got a playmaker, but at what cost? Come on. I mean, at, at, at eight, I'm I'm interested to hear what your grade is at number eight, taking a running back. F. And if I gave Monish, yes. there would be a Monish on it. This, if there it's we not, go. See, we haven't just, discussed this. I was afraid he was going to say B. No, I, 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 put, I, I pitched this as possibly being the pick, but doesn't mean I like it. This is horrible. They had 2,700 rushing yards last year, and they still have all those guys on the team. All they are is displacing them. Even if Bijan comes in and runs for more yards than anybody has since 20, 2002, which is Alfred Morris, it's not going to benefit this team at all. Like, Right now, because of how they're slanted, Bijan Robinson is in the top five of guaranteed money of running backs in the NFL. This does not make any sense. What was the last thing that Atlanta could do last year? What could they do? Run the ball. Huh, we can't do anything on defense. We're really good at running the ball. What should we do? I know. Let's draft a running back. Just look at when (laughs) Derrick Henry went down. They got Deontay Foreman off the street to do the same thing. This is absolutely irresponsible, idiotic. The only way that this is they're just galaxy braining us is that they're like, hey, we're going to suck really bad again and get Caleb Williams the next year. That's our plan. This is horrible. This is absolute a dog crap pick. <laughs> they, 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 oh, my God, the bombs are still going. They, bombs. they may try to run for 400 yards a game. I mean, is that their strategy? They're, they're just going to roll with Ritter and say maybe Bijan can take some heat no, off. Like, just keep handing it off. I mean, is that not like the, uh, throw a little flip underhand pass to Pitts? The most amateurish, sophomoric, you know. It, you know that was already going to be their plan. That they were already going to do that with Algier and Patterson and Ritter. You're just adding another guy in the lineup that was already going to do the same thing. What's he going to get you? Two percent more yards over the year? Congratulations. Yes, it's going to be great for fantasy. Yes, he's going to put up huge numbers because he's going to eat into all those other guys' numbers. Just all those other guys, what they had last year, add them up. That's Bijan's numbers for next year. It's going to look great, but their win total is going to be the exact same, if not worse. I don't disagree. Then we have our third trade in the top 10. Philadelphia has identified who they want. Surprise to no one. It's a Georgia Bulldog. Mm Mm-hmm. Big man, Jalen Carter. I mean, most had him going one or two, and they get some value here. I think so, right? I mean, as long as he's motivated to play. That was, you know, it, it kind of. They, they, I think they probably benefited from all the negative press with the with the workouts and all that stuff. And I don't know. I, I, I don't think this is a horrible play here. I, I, I hate the Eagles. I really do. <laughs> I, I, I try my best to not be biased on this. This is a freaking A, y'all. This is an A yep. for Philadelphia. Yep. Uh, I, I, they literally may have got the best player in the draft at nine, and Brad mentioned it. Hey, work ethic, you know what you do? You draft them with, you know, Philadelphia is all about vibes, so let's draft them to play with his besties. So they, mm-hmm. they've got these Georgia guys that he's played with and know how to motivate them. This is an absolute phenomenal pick, and they might have the best GM in and they've got enough veteran leadership on that team that will kick his ass if yep. he tries to be a baby. Absolutely. Or a Absolutely. Now, you really think Kelsey's going to let him move no, around? Not at all. Yeah, you Fletcher Cox. Throwing him on the ground? And if Fletcher Cox ain't going to let him do no, that. Hell no. He's like, you got to earn the right to stand next to me. Yep. Yep. Move, boy. If you want to fight, we'll fight right now. <laughs> Yo, yeah. like that's it. unbelievable. Yeah. Chicago made a few trades. They finally land here at 10 and took – some help for Fields, your big man from the Vols, Darnell Wright. Yeah, um, Darnell Wright. I mean, he he kind of rocketed up the the draft boards for a lot of people. I think after the combine, um, you know, big five star, you know, offensive lineman coming coming through college. 
Um, I think it's probably a good play for them uh, in Chicago, honestly, because I think I think that Justin Fields has to be able to stay upright more often. Yeah, I think he works. He works in their scheme. I'm a C on this one. It's I'm fine with it either either way. That's they they needed they needed this. Yeah, yeah. So my uh, of this first third, my biggest surprises were in real time how that betting odds were moving. For CJ Stroud, that was unbelievable. And then, um, biggest surprise, kind of in a negative way, was the Raiders again. I mean, that, that pick pick did nothing for me. Zero. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Actually, worse than that was the Atlanta pick. Taking the running back in the top eight is that was the worst graded on my on my book. Did you have any good surprises? Negative surprises in the top three? <laughs> For me, the biggest one is is the Bijan uh, draft. That that was an, an atrocious, an atrocious move there by Atlanta. But it's nothing against the player. No, it's, it's not. I love Bijan. I think he has a tremendous career ahead of him. He sounded just, like a cool dude too. He said, "I'm ready to go out into the community, work yeah, with the kids." You know, he's NFL being a business though. You have to think about like Parker said. Like I can, I can find a running back. Yep, I can find something. Yeah, that that's definitely it. It's Bijan because you have to think of what you gave up to draft that player, right? So if if the, the difference between taking Bijan in the first and Devontae A chain in the fourth is minuscule for a team like that, but but what their ground game already was, but the difference between having their trash corners versus they could have gone out and got a Christian Gonzalez just, or somebody uh, just throw a finger at me. What is is such a major difference a maker? So all right. Absolutely, it was Bijan for me. But while y'all are figuring that over there, some other ones that surprised me was how much Texans, as bad as they are, gave up for Will Anderson, man. Yeah, I love Will Anderson, but you need those picks. You really do. Yeah, you made a good point when we were going through it. But uh, we got a little game show for you before we go to the next third. Real or fake. The pre-draft hype. With the Tennessee Titans trading up to number three, Parker, real or fake? Fake. Oh. I mean, could you? I mean, can you believe it was all over? It was there as even I, after seven o'clock central, they were still talking about it right before. The I will game. I will be the look, we're not gonna get into the local media stuff until a little little bit later here, but it, you're right, it was on freaking ESPN all day. Oh, the Titans are going to trade up to three. The Titans are going to trade up to three for Stroud. Yeah, everybody thinks that. Mel Kuyper thinks that. Todd McShay thinks that. It's like, come on, guys. Man, I, I don't know, Parker. What do you think about all that? You're right. That You just said why it's fake. So so go, look at this draft. Other than the first pick, no one knew anything, right? It's just a shot in the dark. We don't know anything. So you're telling me a brand-new GM that came from a team that's notoriously quiet over to the Titans – that works with Mike Vrabel, who says nothing to anyone, especially after the AJ trade. You're telling me that somehow every single reporter has nothing other than every single reporter on the planet Earth knows the Titans are trading up to three. Not one, not somebody whispering, not some local guy, not Rossini, all of them. I'm telling you right now, there is no way in hell that every single reporter had this unless they wanted them to have. There's just no way. Uh, just as simple as that to me. Uh, it, it, it may have forced 
the hand, and you'll say, well, why would they do that? Well, it would force the hand of maybe Houston. You got to take Stroud early, but you really wanted Anderson. Let's make him lose all those picks. Maybe they try to force the hand of of if they think uh, whoever <laughs> Indy wants Stroud to move up. Like, I absolutely think if they were playing chess with that and with checkers, there's just no way every single person had that report and it not be true. So some disinformation going on. I like it. I like it. Some strategery going on. All right. Well, that leads us to our next third, though, because right at the top of this next third at number 11, the Tennessee Titans sit. They take something that Blake was hoping for, a big man. Offensive lineman instead of JSN or an offensive weapon. This guy, I have heard, is ready to knock the piss out of some defensive linemen. I mean, so – this is kind of – and, Parker, I'm interested to get your take on this because, for me, I think that there's a pretty good chance that the, the plan might have been to go after a wide receiver, but Skaronsky's available. Maybe we should just go ahead and do that. I completely agree. I don't think that they would have taken uh, – I don't I don't think they would have played, taken Darnell White. Right. He doesn't fit in this offense. Like, he, he's, he's a different type of blocker. He'll work well for how Chicago runs. But if you look at Darnell White and just his pure run blocking, he's the worst first-round run blocker that PFF has ever graded in the history of their time. So I just wouldn't have – it wouldn't have worked. If if we go back and look at our pre-draft thing, I was talking to you with it, Blake. I even said, hey, I take JSN, but my dream pick here is Skaronsky. I just don't think he'll be here. So I think you're absolutely right. I don't – I just don't think they expected him to be. But, man, I think we got a good one. I think I, I think that's – a lot of people are saying it's safe. It may be safe, but it fits a big need that I feel like we needed. I love it. I love the lines. I love the big men. I mean, and, and I love the fire, man. Skaronsky is ready to fight. I love it. When the hell did safe become a bad word? Like, <laughs> I, I don't – I don't – I don't – I don't understand this. Like, like – this team over the last two years had had more IR designations than anyone in the history of the NFL. Like the versatility of this guy that can play right tackle, left tackle, left guard, right guard. It's, it's unbelievable how how valuable that is for this team. This, this is single-handedly going to change how the Titans go forward. And there's I'll tell you why people don't like it is because there are people that if you don't draft a quarterback in the first round, your draft sucks. Like they don't like the trench, the trenches. But let me just tell you guys, the Philadelphia Eagles, the Buffalo Bills for the most part, the Kansas City Chiefs, these teams that are good for year to year to year, they draft in the trenches. It's what you do. I like it. Yeah. I definitely like it. And then we get right after this, we get the first of Detroit's two picks in oh, round man. one. And by God, it's another. Another running back. I mean, nowhere on our mock. I mean, I literally had to say it, like, listen for names that might come up in the first round, but that number 12? I mean, Parker described it in, in, the, in the shorts we did about B. John Robinson and Jameer Gibbs. And, uh, I mean, this just is not where running backs go. And, you know, now that Atlanta's made a huge blunder with their pick, I guess it gave permission to Detroit to go out and make another dumbass move. There is only one pick, fellas, in this entire draft that is worse than the Atlanta Falcons. And that is this pick right here. This is the Detroit Lions pick. 
Because guys, I love I love Jameer Gibbs, and I get drafting strength for strength. Like, but that works on defensive line and offensive line and cornerbacks, not running backs. For God's sakes, they just paid David Montgomery. They have Swift, who's obviously going to be traded now. This just isn't how you. This is I got more to say about this one, but this is an in. I want to give it an eye. This is so bad. I feel sorry for Gibbs. He does not. This is this doesn't work. This is not right. I know. So is he going to fall into the trap that it seems like over the last, God, 30 years or whatever that everybody has fallen into whenever they go to Detroit, they just kind of go there and get the the rest of their career is just pretty much lost. Going into this draft, guys, I was already kind of mulling, like, who's going to be my Super Bowl champion? Who's going to be AFC, NFC? And I was literally leaning Detroit's heading the right way. Like this this team, when they actually traded back, I texted a buddy. I'm like, this team could win the Super Bowl. Like they are headed the right way. And they disappointed me so bad that I'm not. I'm not about to say that. This. This is just. Did Dan Campbell just start making picks? I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we got nothing. Green Bay is next because of the Aaron Rodgers trade. <laughs> they take Van Ness. I wrote great value here. Country strong. Absolutely. He stays in the country in Green yeah. Bay. I'm. I'm good with this pick. I, I like it. Yeah, I, I'm good with it. The only thing I would nitpick is they moved 15 to 13 to get this pick. It feels like they drafted a guy that they could have gotten at 15. Like, what was the point of moving up? But, yeah, I like the pick. Then we got uh, Pittsburgh trading up. A little uh, gamesmanship here. They get ahead of the Jets, believing the Jets want big old Broderick, and they take him. I think it. we'll talk about it in just a second, but I think that kind of threw the Jets off a little bit. But they get some protection for Kenny Pickett. Well, old tiny hands is going to need all the help he can he can get holding on to that football. Isn't that right, Parker? He is. He needs a pure left tackle that's going to start immediately and make a big difference. Uh, they need him not just for Kenny Pickett, but for that running game. It's been mm-hmm. dreadful. Uh, good pick here. I right. give it a B. I like it. What, what are your grades for the Jets right after this? It feels like panic mode with Will McDonald. I, I wrote down they got stuck in no man's land here, it seems like to me. See, I, I know this is one that we're going to feel differently on, and I even texted about this one. This is my second favorite edge rusher in the entire draft. I love Will McDonald. I think he's excellent. I think that, th- that yeah, they probably took him a little early, but, I mean, if you loved him, when were you going to take him? That was your pick. You're going to take him at 22. Uh, there was rumors out there some other teams in the late teams liked him. I mean, this guy was in the Big 12. He tied for league record with 34 sacks. He had 42 sacks for loss, 10 forced fumbles, eight hurries. Yeah, I just absolutely love him. I know a lot of people aren't here, but I think he fits in well with this game. Next was another name that I mentioned that we didn't even have mocked in the first round. Yep. Manuel Forbes comes up here, the Washington Commanders. He's going into a great locker room, you know, a great situation. Hopefully he can be a beacon of light and a bunch of cloudy bull crap over there. I think he's a good player. I mean, I'm sure he is. I'm sure he's a fine player. I just – I don't envy anybody that goes to a team that voluntarily has Carson Wentz on their team at some point. And uh, I just – I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens with him. What do you think, Parker? He's flying up draft boards. He sticks receivers like glue. The problem is he weighs 166 pounds. Dang. <laughs> there, that's it. I mean, and you hey, let's compare him to somebody. Well, let me – no, there's nobody comparing him to. So – uh, that's a huge knock on him, but man, his coverage skills are elite. The cornerback that we mock to go first in this draft actually falls right here. New England takes a value pick with Christian Gonzalez. 
Yeah, here we go. Coach is making some good <laughs> picks here. What do you know? Uh, they get well, some... you didn't say that last year with Cole Strange. I know, but I'm, I'm kind of getting to the point where it's like, dude, I mean, why do I ever doubt Bill Belichick? I just don't get it. He's this is this is the guy. If you watch Gonzalez, like he doesn't have great coverage, but he's like the most elite athlete in the draft. Like he's unbelievably fluid, and he's he's you know he's gonna be he's gonna be Jackson, J.C. Jackson, where he went there. He's gonna be absolutely elite because he with Belichick, and then he's gonna go somewhere else and he's gonna suck. <laughs> and here comes the second of Detroit's first round picks. They take linebacker Jack Campbell. I know he's an Iowa guy on a leading defense, but. This solidified the team that I said did the worst last night, the Detroit Lions. Yes, it did. I, 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 don't, I don't even know what to say about Detroit. They're teams. taking running backs and guys that tackle. You I know. You can get that I mean, in the sixth it, round. I mean, I just don't – yeah, you're getting guys that you should draft in the middle. And it's nothing about the players. No. It's just no. what you're drafting in these premium spots. I mean, it's literally like they they – Got Dan Campbell uh, drunk and just said, "Hey, hey, that guy's like, got your same name. This is just Jack like fantasy football. You just, you know, you just pick some names. That's it." Parker, did you give it a B? Because we're not liking it. I mean, I'll, I, I do like Jack Campbell. He's the one true, <laughs> uh, Mike linebacker in this entire draft, but like, no, he's still a linebacker. I, I, again, I mean, was I, he not going to be there later? I, I, that's my thing. The rumor was the Bills were gonna were really interested in him. That was the rumor. But but who, but at the same time, okay, crap, we lost out on the best linebacker. You still could have, you know, you still could have had just go down the list. We'll touch it. I'd rather have any of these next like six guys. So I'd give it a I'd give it a D. A D. Kalijah Kansi goes next. Baby Aaron Donald goes to Tampa Bay. But this is the type of pick I like. You get people in the trenches. Yeah. Come on, Tampa. Tampa didn't take – they did not take the bait with the Will Levis sitting in the green room. Thank goodness for that. And we'll we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about Will Levis here in a minute. Don't you worry. We, we haven't forgot about him here. But, you, you know, uh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, Brad, you know why I love this pick? It's because it's so hilarious. Because he's going to be playing next to Vita Vea, who weighs like, I don't know, 390. Uh, I was you know, say just, about 150 more than he does. Yeah. yeah. And it's just – I love Kalaja Kansi. I, I I talked him up earlier in the year going in the top 10. Yeah, I love it. Great pick, B. Nice. Here's your boy, JSN. Oh, a weapon for Geno Smith? Wow. Come on, Geno. I mean, I think, hey, Gino. It's a great pickup for Seattle. The media is loving Seattle. I mean, after they make this pick, they're like, look out for Seattle I mean, in the NFC. They loved him, Parker. I mean, As I have a feeling be. Parker's. I have a feeling Parker's <laughs> gonna feel the same way. Yeah, I'm echoing the in crap the out of that. Third, you them. kidding me? DK Metcalf, Tyler right, Lockett, man. Jackson Smith, Smith and Jimmy. Seattle is doing it right, baby. A plus. <laughs> <laughs> it could be a Super Bowl. Listen, take listen, listen, Detroit. Detroit. You're like they're like. Let's get strength on strength. Let's draft a running back. No, it works at positions like wide receivers. Like <laughs> this is how you do it. Take notes. All right, so what was your favorite surprise and your the surprise that you didn't like of this third of the draft? Um, so favorite, I, I mean, I think I have to go with JSN here to Seattle. Has to be my favorite. Uh, as far as um, 
Well, the one we don't like, I think, is the running back again, Gibbs. That's what I'm saying. Detroit, we don't like it. We got more running backs here too early in the draft. Whenever you could go just about to any YMCA and probably find you a running back. That's definitely the one I didn't like. The surprise I like the best because of the gamesmanship. I loved Pittsburgh jumping ahead of the Jets to spoil their draft. The villain over here. Yes, I loved it. Sure, obviously the running back. The one I loved, I'm not saying my favorite one, but the surprise that I'm most excited about, honestly, y'all, I think Will McDonald's is going to be a hell of a player. Wow. Let's not forget about the local team. Skaronsky. Come on. I'm not even a Titans fan. I mean, mean, that's a pretty close second for my favorite there, I'd say. I kind of felt like that was – I wasn't going there. It just felt too obvious for me. Uh, Number 21. Okay. Before – so, Parker, remind the great ladies and gentlemen. Hey, wait. Hey, breaking news, gentlemen. Uh-oh. Second round. First pick is in Pittsburgh Steelers. Joey Porter Jr. Yep. Hey, he was one that was left on the board. And we actually mocked him there. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was where we had him going because, you know, staying home and everything, we thought that would be a big deal. You know, familiar name. Uh you know, uh, narratives. That's what Parker and Bradley always talk about. It's all about narratives uh, in the NFL. The story. Couldn't help it. But, but before, what I was about to say was, before we head into this next third of the draft, I believe the DDS crew nailed this. Parker, tell the ladies and gentlemen what we nailed. And it started with number 20 and JSN. We had it. We just had the names a little bit mixed up. We had Addison Perfect. We did. We had this wide receiver run coming here. It just seemed too obvious. They fit too perfectly with the, these teams. And, guys, Brad, it's not even just right here. The, the, this is a theme of this draft. It's odd to say, as much as we harp on some of these running backs, I feel like like 22 of these picks fit perfectly in the schemes of these teams. And these wide receivers here, while we did not nail them all perfectly, we named them all spiritually. They're all right there. I mean, just to go into where the Chargers took Quentin Johnson, Baltimore, Zay Flowers, Minnesota, Addison. Freaking, freaking Baltimore. <laughs> Always drafting good. Damn it. That's all right. They don't have a quarterback and throw it to him. Freaking Baltimore. We might be close. We might I'll be close, you. folks. Rumor has it. it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Baltimore doesn't have a quarterback and throw the ball. Sorry, it's proven. Go look at the stats. Yeah, he didn't have a receiver either. So we're about that. We're about oh, to find out if that's true. Who Hollywood Brown? Come on, Who? now. No, come on, Andrew. No, hurt all the time. No, dunged, everybody. Come on. Well, fine, just throw it to the receiver. I mean, throw it to the running back. You can't do that either. There, this is going to be the year we're going to find out if that's said, the case nah, or not because they are go loaded. Run. I'm going to go prancing through the tulips from eight yards. They won an MVP. But these these are all great. I mean, Quentin John just to fly through 21, Quentin Johnston. I mean, there was one of the slowest teams in the league. Add speed, go for it. Save flowers. We just touched on it. And maybe my absolute favorite fit in this entire first round is Jordan, Jordan Addison with the Vikings. He is absolutely perfect on the opposite side of Justin Jefferson. Yep. Trade. New York Giants are picking here. The first of two back-to-back Jacksonville Jaguar trade downs. Okay. The Giants are coming up to get Deontay Banks. I wrote down big value pick. They needed it. 
Yeah, um, Dayball is looking for weapons here. Uh, I think they got something here. I really do. Yeah, they needed somebody the opposite of uh, the, oh, my God, the Titans corner that we let walk. That's no good, and that's their best player. <laughs> <laughs> Why not just completely oh, yeah, blank on his name? I mean, it. Yeah, so, I mean, don't worry. Thank you. Yeah, I don't even remember his name. So, that, so they needed they needed somebody there. So, yeah, I like this trade down from Jacksonville as well. So, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. that's a solid B in my book. And then the second trade down allows for more, in my opinion, gamesmanship. The Buffalo Bills get ahead of the Dallas Cowboys, who they know want to tie it in, mm. but Buffalo goes ahead and takes Dalton. I mean, whenever I saw that, I saw that as just the big giant finger <laughs> right to that Dallas. they gave to Dallas. I mean, I was sitting there, I was like, oh my God, that's got to piss everybody in Dallas off right there. Uh, this is the trait. Are you, I, is this the what's going on right now? I don't know if you're seeing watching this. No, but we are not. The Titans have just traded up in oh, the no. second round. The pick is in. This is pick 33. Oh. And that sounds like something oddly. Mayor Schrager's breaking it down. I'll keep an eye out of the corner of my eye. But Brad, I don't like this trade down. I think y'all should have taken this player. I, I think this is who you should have drafted right here because it's going to piss me off because Buffalo is sitting around like. Let's see who beats us every year. Oh, that's right. It's it's the Chiefs. Let's see what do the Chiefs have that we don't have. Oh, that's right, Travis Kelsey. Let's draft our own Travis Kelsey. So thank you for giving the Travis Kelsey of this year to the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, great job, Jacksonville. <laughs> you big jerk. I thought they had hey. Knox. What's wrong with Knox? He is not a Travis Kelsey s receiver. Kincaid is Kincaid has not even played a snap. Dalton Kincaid is the best pass catcher in this draft. And the Titans pick it in, and it is Mailboy himself. No. William Levis. Are you serious? I can't believe that. I might be sick at my stomach. Oh, no. I have to tweet something out. <laughs> oh, yes. Tweets stay, are going out. Stay tuned. We'll have some short. We'll have some. Shortly. We're going to have some uh, instant reactions yeah. here right now. Yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, we'll get to that. Let's finish what we're doing here because we're, we're oh, sorry. That was very distracting. Yeah. Uh, Dallas Cowboys, uh, you know, they have their hearts broken and Dalton Kincaid's not there. <laughs> A lot of people were showing, you know, the, the tight end from Notre Dame. I got it. It looked like he had mitts on for hands as he was sitting there on Jesus. his couch. I was like, Jesus. But oh, they take what's his name? Motsy Smith, big man from Michigan. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, Is your I, household happy with this, or were they like, "Who's that? Who did?" Yeah, I, I got a lot of who that. Like who? <laughs> uh, sorry, guys, we've got a lot of stuff rolling in here, trying to get it all taken care of here. But yeah, it. I, he's a good player. I mean, I have no problem with this. I really thought that they were going to go tight end, whether or not they got traded above there, but. I think this is another C for me. It's a kind of a wait and see kind of guy, but it's smart, man. It's a trenches pick, right? We talked about this. Yep. Yeah. Then uh, the Jags, they uh, listening to uh, interviews last night, listening to interviews today. Balky said he had another trade partner to come back up here. He just didn't want to trade down a third time. So uh, they went ahead and took. 
who they are claiming was one of their three targeted players. Sounds like they had offensive line targeted the whole time. They were not considering a defensive back, which surprises me. But uh, they took the big man from Oklahoma, Mr. Harrison. Um, I learned more about him today, man. My instant reaction was uh, shame on Cam for putting my team in the situation where they felt like they had to draft one. But as the day has progressed, I've learned more about him. Uh, Parker, we know he's in a pass-happy league because nobody runs the ball in that in that conference in the college football. <laughs> that so conference. That, that conference. But uh, I'm warming up to it. Yeah, I think you're getting Darnell right. I think he's pretty much the same guy, but later. He's not great at run blocking. He's great at pass blocking, kind of like you alluded to, because they don't you know do that. And – but that's Jacksonville's issue with that. And I think you hit the nail on the head of why they didn't take. I actually think they might have taken Kincaid there for another weapon for Trevor. I, I really do. Why not? I mean, you famously have a coach that's 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 good at working with tight ends and has had one where he had Ertz and yeah. Goddard on the same team. But I think Cam Smith forced their hands because we don't know do we, if this is a two, four, six, eight or game suspension. Do we do we know no, the answer to that? He's still uh, waiting on the second specimen. To confirm, or it's it's probably going to happen. I mean, they they said in interviews last night and today that this didn't change their board because they already knew the cam thing was going to happen weeks leading into the draft. So, right, but the doesn't it? Haven't the NFL updated their like drug abuse policy? Like, if it's something he took, he didn't know it's two. But if you're like getting shot up in the butt with something, it's eight. Like, I, I so I just don't think I don't think that information's come out. But I've been so it's, into the draft, yeah. I may have missed it. It's not all. I don't know, but I would expect Cam. If it happens, it's probably at least six. I would think. I'm all right with it. I've warmed up to it today. I still think it's a product of Cam Robinson doing that to the Jags, but um, I'm all right with it because I don't I, think that I think they were going to release him next year anyway. You know, there's nothing wrong as we keep saying with drafting the trenches. Even if Cam Ooh. Robinson comes back. Maybe you got yourself the better player. I don't think Cam Robinson's all that. Like, so th there's nothing wrong with having backups in that that position there. So I gave it a C, a not good, not bad. Just I, I want to see what happens. Cincinnati went Miles Murphy, chase uh, Lamar Jackson around a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised they didn't try to. Well, they're they're in that position where they can kind of do anything. They. The, the, all these teams at the back end, man, all of them are smart. All these guys, they draft like the Bengals, the Saints, the Chiefs. They all are taking this, these smart positions and not going out, you know, grabbing running backs. Then Brian Brzee, I put angry defensive tackle, very physical, goes to New Orleans. I guess he's going to have to stuff a couple of those 50 runs by the Falcons every week. I don't even know what pick we're on. I am. <laughs> he's, he's, I have been I'm trapped right. in a whirlwind over Whoa, here just, on Twitter. It's it's good. No, we've got a lot to talk. We're about almost here. there. Then we got. You got anything about Brazil with New Orleans? No, I, I, again, just you said it, man. It's just another good pick. I think this is a this is a B. Philly, surprising nobody, gets another University of Georgia Bulldog, and Nolan Smith falls all the way down to thirty. I wrote down, wow, that is four Georgia players in the last two years. Hmm. Yeah. There's 11 players on defense, y'all. 
half of them from oh, Uga. Seventy-five percent of their defensive line is from Uga, and the guys, the guys behind him that tells him where to line up. Guess what? Uga. He's Uga as well. So <laughs> I, I hate the Eagles with a passion, and this is a brilliant draft. Uh, it really is. I don't know how. How does this magic sorcery happen? I thought this guy was like a top twelve pick. How does he go to thirty? For God's sakes, why are we not trading up to get him? How did how did he fall that far? And uh, I don't know. I got a lot of questions. I got a lot of questions about a lot of things. Sorry, we're gonna get there. We got one more. Trying to catch back up. Here we go. The the final pick. You know all this drama they bring out. Mahomes, Kelsey, the Super Bowl title was there. <laughs> and they dress from Kansas State. <laughs> Felix. Anuki Uzama, whatever his name is. Local kid. <laughs> <laughs> Local kid in his interview oh, said my. he said that Harrison is the best offensive tackle he's ever played against. So I took that as a feather in the Jags cap. Oh, okay. Okay. I mean, he's going to help fill in for Frank Clark. Uh, they drafted George Karloftis as an edge last year. Just getting that smart, just getting better where, you know, all these smart teams do it. They all draft the same stinking players. So uh, sticking with our theme here, what was your favorite surprise? What was the surprise that you oh, thought Lord. the worst? Uh, let's see. Uh, which one? So we had it? a bunch of receivers. I, I'm we going Dallas. Addison. Addison's my favorite there. I think. I think it's like Parker said. It's that, that's our home run. What there. was your surprise that made you scratch your head? Mm, I think Nolan Smith falling all the way down to thirty. For me, and we're talking back ten, not overall. Yeah, just back ten. I agree with Blake. I'm going to exactly mimic what he said. My one of my favorites was again the gamesmanship Buffalo <laughs> ripping the soul out of the God. Dallas Cowboys war room and taking the title with the, with the gamesmanship. <laughs> they didn't know they didn't know what to do. They're they well, we've got to we've like, got to play them. We as Titans and Jacks fans have got to play this guy. Man, look, Dallas was like so messed up that they took it down to like thirty seconds. And they're like, oh, sustain. Uh, uh, what to do, Mozzie. Jerry? Jerry, what do I do, Jerry? What do I do, Mozzie? Mozzie. <laughs> I felt, felt like a time ran out and just took a big man. Um, I don't know. Yeah, that that whole Nolan Smith thing is fantastic. I uh, was kind of hoping for my disappointment was I was hoping for someone to trade back into the bottom end mm-hmm. for. Hendon Hooker. So we can get into this part now. Like, what's left? We're going to, from a high level, mm-hmm. and the draft is happening live as we're doing it, but what's left heading into night two? The, uh, the big name was Will Levis. Lots of lots of people still available. Will Levis. He, he got so mad he left the draft early last night. Yep. He, he said, I'm out. Holla. Holla. Left with mom. Will, will, will Levis get drafted tonight? Whoops. He already Whoops. got drafted. And the Titans pay oh a price. Let's 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 circle back to Will Levis. Let's let's talk about Hendon Hooker. Parker, how surprised are you that he did not go in the first round? A lot of people were talking about him. I mean, I'm not shocked. I thought he would, but I'm not like, oh my god, you know, like I'm more freaked out. I can't believe that Will Levis didn't go. And I also think, like, yeah, the Titans just went got him in the second round. Man, they must not think the world of him if they didn't trade back into that last spot to try to get that extra fifth-year option out of him. 
That's a very good point. Very good point. Um, who else is left up on the board uh, that we – go ahead. I was going to give you the names. I have it right here. We've got – But it was it was Porter was one that I was thinking of. Right. Brian Branch I thought of. Cam Smith I thought of. Mm-hmm. What other ones do you have on there? Uh, you got Darnell Washington. We got Osiris Torrance. Oh, big still there. Our boy Keon White still there. Jalen Hyatt. Uh, Tillman. Uh, there's a few. Keely Ringo from Georgia. I, like that big-time cornerback. Uh, the guy I really like, uh, Jonathan Mingo, receiver out of Ole Miss. There, there's some, there is some players out there to be had tonight. Uh, tomorrow, we're not going to know half their names. But tonight, the second third rounds, there are some guys to be had. All right, do we take the gloves off now? No. Can we talk? No. It's, what, a different pod- right. Wait. it's a different podcast, man. I, no, I but, 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 before we got to give a, at least some kind of instant reaction here. We can't just glaze over the fact that Parker dropped a bomb that the Titans oh, just Okay, just before drafted. we do it, officially hit it. Got it. We got to do it right. We have to do it right. All right. Give us the trade details and uh, what what actually happened as we were live recording this. Well, Titans gave up forty one in the second and seventy second in the third and a third next year to move up to thirty three. So forty one this year to move up. So so swap spots this year. So move up eight for a third this year and a third next year. So two thirds is what they gave up to go out and get Will Levis. And, guys, I'm sitting here, and I'll tell you, I don't like it. I'm not a Will Levis fan. I think he sucks. I will sit here and say a lot of people wanted this guy us to trade up and get him in the third in the first round. I'm okay shooting your shot in the, in the second. I don't have a problem with it. If you don't think you have a quarterback moving forward, I can get behind it. I don't agree with it. I'm more than happy to be wrong. But, yeah, I, I mean, just sitting here face value, I don't, I don't like it. I'm with you. I mean, I the, the – the not having the fifth-year option, I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, I don't think that this guy is any good at all. I would l- like Parker. I would love for him to go out there and absolutely shove it right up my ass and prove me wrong. But I can tell you right now, I don't think it's going to happen. I, I have seen nothing from any of the performances I have watched of his on TV. And, you know, we've, we've watched quite a few of them. Uh, that says that it's going to work out. Um, I don't know. I don't know what this means going forward. Um, it's an interesting move. I'll say this, and, and Titans Twitter is – it's lighting up right now. All right. This solidifies. We know who has the best quarterback in the AFC South. Yeah. Who, uh, There's no – it's not even close. Yeah, it's, it's Houston, Texans. No, it's not. The Jacksonville Jaguars have the best quarterback in the AFC South by a mile. I don't think it's by a mile. (laughs) And I would be very careful about bragging about having the best quarterback in the AFC South. Point taken. taken. There's, There's some new faces. New faces. I can still give you stats about how how Trevor has never gotten close to Tannehill seasons. About before Tannehill was hurt last year, he was lapping Trevor in all the stats. I can go down and down that road if you really want to. So it is not by a mile. Okay, it's by two miles. 
I agree with Parker. It's not by a mile. Oh, That's true. You know, Tannehill didn't throw the most interceptions in first quarter in playoff football oh, history. Now here we go. Here we go. Yeah, but he still won the game. Tannehill couldn't have come back and won that Listen, game. Listen, I can't set my house on fire and then get credit for putting it out. <laughs> that is great. I'm sure that is some great. Have. Yeah, but I, this like is some, my thing. Yeah. What happens? I mean, I'm, I'm kind of throwing up in my mouth as I'm saying this. I think what happens? season's going to be fun. You're going to have Malik Willis no, he won't. competing. No, he won't. Yes. Get him out of here. Ryan Tannehill does not see the field. You're going to have Malik playing a lot. Malik got the last guy fired. You're going to have – He isn't playing anything. You're going to have Will Levis playing a lot. Will Levis might get this guy fired. And they're going to have a – they're going to have a fourth – they're going to have a fourth quarterback that we don't know yet. Ryan Tannehill not <laughs> touching the field in the preseason. I think this preseason is going to be fun for the Titans. I don't think Ryan Tannehill's on this team in June after this pick. Oh, I I mean, I'm with you, Parker. I mean, that's what I was saying when I said, I don't know what this means going forward, because this tells me that this is a, the opposite of a vote of confidence for Ryan Tannehill. This is a, we we are looking into moving forward without you. This is to me, if you, this is to me, if you're done with Tannehill, that's fine. You need to be done with him this year, because if you go out and you play Tannehill next year, he's fantastic, which he could be. You've got to keep him. You got to re-sign him. Totally. But then what do you do? You just wasted this draft pick, or maybe you could maybe you could trade Levis at that point. But to me, what it is is you put Levis out there, you see what he is. You know what? If he's great, awesome. You got your guy. If he sucks, you go get Caleb Williams. So if with Tannehill out there, the Titans are not going to be bad enough to go out and do that. With Levis out there, they might be. And if they're not, great. You got your guy moving forward. I do not. I think this is a June designation cut date written all over it. I just, I just wish it was your other GM doing the draft. It's, it falls right in line with drafting injured players. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know what to say, really, quite honestly. I think Blake doesn't like it. No, I hate it. I think it's the worst thing we could have done. I think this is one of the worst picks in the history of the Tennessee Titans. Oh, and I mean, uh, in, retros- in retrospect, I mean, you got the one guy that didn't even like football. Hey, yeah, Isaiah Wilson. Play. Yeah, hey, that, that guy. I'm, I'm that was the worst pick in the history puts, of football. Yeah. I'm talking about a guy that puts mayonnaise in his freaking coffee. But, I don't, but how can you trust that I'm guy? I'm talking about play. a guy that got picked in the first round that said, no, I don't like football anymore. Well, yeah. I mean, again, I, don't, I, don't, I do not like this pick at all. But again, after the first round, y'all, everything, even in the first round, I mean, like you just said with Isaiah Wilson, like these things are all dart throws. So once you get through that first 20 picks, like it's just kind of is what it is. I don't mind. If you if you love your guy, go out and go out and get him. I mean, and yeah. they obviously did. I, I'm just gonna I can't oh. wait to to read and hear the local spin doctors about God. How much they they love this and that the Titans are cerebral. Well, you know, playing chess when others are playing checkers, all that bull crap. I mean, I, mean, I, I don't know. All, all we're doing is proving some of those jokers right. That's all I'm saying. But we got jokers here in local media. Yes, hey, some, someone didn't approve of your number eleven pick. Nope. <laughs> he said, "Well, wasn't there a kicker still available, Parker?" Yeah, do, do we do we have this um, this local member of the media? Let's see here. I have. 
Oh, it's all right. I can talk about it. Yeah. So there's people out there that are not happy if you mm-hmm. don't trade up and get your quarterback. And I'm going to tell you right now, this is why you don't do it, you moron. Like, if you liked Will Levis, which is, if you listen to people in, there are local members of this media that are very good. There are some that came out, I I, I don't remember if I sent you all the tweet or, or the text or to somebody else that said, inside that's been in the local media for 25 years, says inside the building, Vrabel loved Levis this entire time. So, if he thought he could get him in second round, go for it. Stillman, this freaking joke. I'll just tell you right now. I worked in the media for years. And while I was there, I was hanging with sports people, doing all this stuff. Never even heard of the guy. And then when I started talking, asked around, people would literally laugh. This guy is <laughs> not a journalist. There is a huge difference. This is something people need to get straight on their news channels, on their sports channels. There are difference between journalism and people throwing crap out there. I can sit here on Twitter and I can predict thing after thing after thing. I can predict Bayard gets cut. Bayard demands a cut. My sources say Bayard wants out. Guess what? It's an absolute <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. We can claim things over and over and over again. You've got to put so you've got to put some credibility to it. Literally, other members in the media, when Stillman puts things out there, come out and say, like people that have sources, like the Kaharskis of the world, and go, literally, they'll tweet off. They're like, yeah, but did you see who sent this? Question mark, question mark. This guy's a joke. He's absolutely nobody. I'm sitting in my garage right now on a Friday afternoon and have better sources than Jared Stillman. My God. Jared, Jared Stillman, whoever the fuck you are, you can come on. You can come on our show anytime you want to talk ball. That's fine. Some real talk. Yeah, instead of just sitting in his mom's basement eating her meatloaf and mind the meatloaf. I could put out a st- I could put out a short right now, and in thirty seconds, it will have more views than any YouTube video he's put out for the last six months combined. <laughs> You're just simply more credible. I mean. Parker's got a he's an Emmy Award winner. He literally just says whatever he can to get attention. And it is the most usually the most asinine thing in the world. Like you said, he's not a freaking real journalist. It, it's it's laughable to me. He, he doesn't go to he doesn't ask questions. He doesn't even go to press conferences. He, he doesn't go to any of these things. They don't know who he is in these buildings. He's not there to ask questions. He's just a shock jock. It's what he is. It's fine. There's a market for that, but thank you for a grain of salt. Absolutely. Well, that was Hold on, our round one reaction show. We are not done talking draft oh, no, by no, a long no. shot. We still have the fallout pod next week. We're oh, going yes. to get assigned grades to every team. Yep. We've got, after that, we'll have the AFC South, mm-hmm. their grades. Yep. All right. There's way more to come. Enjoy the next few days of the draft. It's already happening live as we're taking. Absolutely, this. we're we're look. We're holding way more back than you even sure. realize right now. We've got a whole nother pod for you. We'll have shorts, but guys, we really appreciate you being here for our 2023 round one reaction show. Uh, go ahead and hit that like and subscribe button for us. Share this video with all your friends. Check us out on all of our social media: Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. You can catch all the audio versions of these podcasts on your favorite podcasting platform. Gentlemen, it is Newberry's favorite part of the show. It's time for final thoughts.
Oh, this is going to hurt worse I think than Parker it was. Wants to talk about the new Tennessee Titans quarterback. I don't know. Tennessee. I think I think Parker might have something else going on over there. No, this, this is going to hurt worse than than I, I intended it like an hour ago. <laughs> yep. All right, here we go. Ready? Right. One, well, here two, is three. why Will Levis wasn't drafted in the first round. Uh oh. Looky there. What He's got doing? all these beautiful women around him. He's got his hands on his mom's knee. <laughs> <laughs> He's the new Zach Wilson, but for his own mom. Oh, look at that. What is he doing? And this is not oh like, oh, let's word. just take a quick screenshot. This is on throughout the draft. He's got different women, sister wives coming in and out. I don't know what's going on. Maybe it's the Jimmy G of Nashville. Maybe we'll see him out. I, I don't know. But dude's a weirdo. But you know what? I'm going to make the next podcast, Levis. I'm going to make you sound like John Elway, my friend. And I'm wait, ready to see you come out in the preseason all oiled up with the guns a-blazing. Let's go. go. Lube it up. I swear Whole to God. fat man. Parker comes on this show with a Levis shirt, jersey. <laughs> that, that's just, just skin tight. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Well, in my final thought, I'm going to baseball. In my beloved Atlanta Braves, the Braves have been told by New Era you can no longer have the big hat celebration because that is not a new hair hat. Uh, sounds kind of petty, but I get it, I guess. But uh, happy trails to their home run celebration and the big hat for the big Braves. Well, you know, I, I had this big talk to that I was going to talk about the new uh, football rules for the NCAA coming up next year. Oh, he's changed it. Uh, well, I mean, I'm going to have to – I mean, look, mm. I've got so much on my mind right now after what we've learned has happened. But I'll just touch on them really briefly next year. It sounds like we're going to be moving closer to NFL rules here for some of the, uh, the, the college football games. Uh, no clock stoppage, uh, it sounds like, on, on first down. Um, I like it. I don't know what y'all think about it. Um, also, no back-to-back timeouts, um, things like that. I, I kind of like it, but we're gonna, we're going to see. We're moving closer to what the professional game is going to be. Speed it up. Yep, absolutely, absolutely, guys. It really pains me to have to say this after everything that's happened, but always and forever, it will be <laughs> two-tone blue. And mayonnaise all the way, you guys.